It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Welcome back, Catherine. Thanks, Frank. Before you head off to Baton Rouge again. Baton Rouge. Well, it's, this is kind of like the off-season of opera, isn't it? It in, is. In August, yeah. or now going into September. Well, especially for Marble City Opera, it, this season, it is the off-season. Because you, we're making way for those people who like to watch football. <laughs> <laughs> Valid point. It's, uh, it's football opera season. You've heard of soap operas. You've heard of Marble City Opera. Well, it's time for football opera in Tennessee. Ooh, that's a great idea. Well, thank you so much for uh, watching, sharing, subscribing, telling your friends about it. And um, a few of you do really good about sharing the Facebook link when we post it. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Smashing the button for notifications, mm-hmm. clicking the like on the YouTube, because that also helps the algorithms. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of those things help. But, I mean, people like a um, friend, Tanya Cinnamon, and Chris Kite, a few of those are very good about uh, sharing the episodes that, uh, awesome. you know, when they see it online. And I, I like that a lot. Um, you can also get our fabulous merchandise, like the Frank and Friends Show bucket hat, as mentioned in a previous episode. I figure I better say it at the beginning. April, just in case you didn't watch all the way to the end of the last one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you wearing that bucket hat everywhere you go. Here's that bucket hat. Yes, as uh, we, in fact, you know, one of these days we should do a, a performance on stage. We could call it Bucket Hat. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, that's at frankatfriendshow.com slash store. Okay, so um, it's getting to be the end of August. It's, you know, uh, August 30th, I wanted to mention again, is Missy Barrett Day, a day to do good deeds. That's good. So if you're watching this on or about August 30th, um, like at the end of The Wizard of Oz, be a good deed doer. Do something good. A philanthropist. Yes. So I don't know exactly what that is. What's your latest good deed? Ooh. I'll get back to you. I didn't mean, didn't mean to hit you with the pop the quiz. Spot, yeah. Didn't mean to hit you with the pop quiz like that. Uh, what I what I did is uh, when the kids had come over, you know, we had meaning that our, our grandkids were here during July, um, in different increments. At one point, uh, Jerry was clearing out some space in the closet. You know, cause they stay in the guest bedrooms and. Jerry is notorious for taking over the guest bedrooms and the closets. Nice. But yeah, it's, become, it's a staging area. They become her yeah. closets. Yeah. Well, she thought, well, she can weed out some of that stuff and gave it to me to take to uh, our la- the Ladies of Charity. Nice. And that's over, like, at Baxter and Central. It's next to Holy Ghost Church. They have a really nice thrift store over there. In fact, they've got the Halloween shop is up and running already. Nice. Um, I'm sure they'll have a Christmas shop over there. And there was a time... Um, last year, during the taping of Scholars Bowl, where we were doing so many episodes, I was saying I was going to run out of neckties, and one of the judges said, well, you should just go to Carm or Ladies of Charity and buy yourself more neckties. So you did? I did, and I got some nice ones. Oh, good. So I thought, here's what I'll do, is I'll take Jerry's clothes over there, donate them, get the receipt for the taxes. Nice. And then go in and spend a little bit of money. And get the on, neckties. Yeah, because they're a dollar. Yeah, that's not bad. Well... The lady in charge of Ladies of Charity happened to be there that day working the door and accepting the donations. Susan Unbahan is her name. And she's like, oh, hi, Frank. And I said, yeah, I've been donating this to Jerry stuff. And I thought maybe I'd buy some neckties while I'm here. She says, neckties, wait. And she goes and gets <laughs> some lady who's in charge of intake, I guess. Okay. And she says, oh, yeah, yeah, we got... She says, I just got to... I have a new batch of neckties. We haven't put them out on the floor yet. Oh. 
Very nice. You get to be the first VIP person. She says, since you're so fancy, and since、yeah. you emceed that one thing for us that one time and didn't charge us, absolutely, <laughs> we'll let you、uh, rifle through the、um, the recent arrivals of neckties. So I ended up buying, I think, fifteen of them. Okay. And they get, I didn't I needed a way to get them home, so they just said, "Well, here, just take this box." <laughs> we'll pull some out. We want to see. We want to see. Well, there they are, because we might use these for. Sundresses and neckties next year. Oh, that's the Brandon Gibson、uh, fundraiser. <laughs> that's right.、Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, these are all for Scholars Bowl. Is my intention for、oh, the most、okay. part.、Um, that you know, that one I got a solid one, a red, solid red.、Uh, this one has got some kind of like collegiate looking emblems. You know, doesn't this remind you of colleges? It does. There, yeah, yeah. Or Harry Potter. Oh,、um, also, this、yeah. one is good. We the people. See, I thought that one. I don't know if you'll see it on TV, but I can show it to the kids when.、Um, Yeah, because we have a lot of government and civics questions on the show. Yeah, and most of them are though are just. And then here, this is probably the best value, as I got some、uh, Vols tie. Not that I would wear on TV, but oftentimes you have to MC events.、Nice. Like when I'm doing MCing Dr. Bass events, or well, he's、yeah. retired from it, but now Ron Ledbetter events or something like that. I can wear this Vols tie. It's a good one for that. Anyway, so I got a, a nice, a, a nice haul collection here. Yeah, and、um, they all seem to be. Pretty clean.、Mm, okay. uh, if any of them need,、yeah. you know,、pretty、but I still got time. I still got another、uh, month and a half before we start recording Scholars Bowl. So I just was happy. I've been had that under the table for a few days, waiting to show somebody,、um, and I'm glad I got to show you. It makes Now, me do, happy. Do they dry clean things when they come in, or clean them at all, or do you? Is that up to the people who who buy them? The I'll、end? say it's up to the people who buy them because、yeah. last year, not this trip, but last year, I was I didn't know about the stash back. You know, what made there wasn't a stash. I was just buying them off the floor,、sure. the ones off the rack on the、yeah. floor, and、um, I saw one that I liked. But it had a stain on it. Gotcha. So they gave me a discount. It was only fifty cents. Nice. That's great. <laughs> so then I had it dry cleaned, and you know, which costs more than fifty cents, obviously. But it doesn't、sure. matter. I still got a, a new tie out of it. Yeah, that's great. So I thought that was a good deal. Yeah, it is. So that's a that's a good deed. If you're looking looking for good deeds to do, you maybe donate some of your stuff to Carm or Ladies of Charity or somebody. You know, I think it's good. I think it is good. Yeah. Um, now, I think were you here? I can't remember because I have a rotating co-host now. You literally, you literally <laughs> put the friends in Frank and Friends. When I、um, talked about the the drama of finding out that I can't go to my dentist anymore, that was must have been Becca. Well, I had this huge drama where I'm at the dental appointment and and then I leave and I'm I'm told that I've lost my AirPods at the dentist. I do remember this. So I go back、mm-hmm. and I search、yeah. the whole dental office,、right. trying to find my AirPods, and they, they weren't there. They were at home the whole time. The, the my phone lied to me and、yep. told me my AirPods were at the. It gave me the dentist's office. I remember address. that.、Yeah. I'm so mad. Well, so this is the last impression now that my dentist has of me is the crazy guy who came back and <laughs> accusing everyone of stealing his AirPods. <laughs> <Yeah> . And then. <laughs> I get the bill, and they're like, "Oh, your new insurance. We're not in your the network for your new insurance, so it's going to cost you the full ride for a hygiene and X-rays." Whoa! And I'm like, "Oh man," which is not cheap. No, it's not. You know, it's I don't know exactly, but it's over a hundred dollars. And normally, you would just pay the copay, or not. I don't even know if I pay the copay. I don't know how that works out. Right, cleanings are on- usually a hundred percent covered. Right. So I was expecting to pay nothing, and now it's between a hundred and two hundred dollars. So my wife finds this out actually when she goes for her 
cleaning a few weeks later. And she says, well, I'm not going to pay it. And she says, cancel my appointment. And she walks out. Yeah. No. Right there on the spot. Because she has another dentist that's going to be in Right. Well, we didn't insurance. know yet. Yeah. We had to search through. Much sure. like, so it became like trying to find the um, dermatologist. You know, you're trying to look for a pretty dentist. So my wife actually said that to me. She said, do you want to go to the, same, the dentist I found? Or do you want to look through the, the network and see if you can find a pretty blonde dentist? <laughs> Like you did with a dermatologist. I'm like, okay. Now, I know my, my wife can be sarcastic with me. Sure, and I'm yeah. not, I know she is She's joking. fun. I'm not, yeah. But it's, it makes me, because I start laughing hilariously. I did tell James about the beautiful dermatologists. Yeah. Because he needs to go. So I was like, go to these people. They're well, great. apparently she's learned of this because April Hill. Oh, who, did she tell on us? She showed the video to the dermatologist. So, because, so it's fine. Apparently it went well. Good. I'm, I'm told good, it was, good, good. I'm told all's well. Okay, good. They laughed. They enjoyed it. I think everything's okay, fine. Good. I'm, all, I'm told all's well. <laughs> so I call the I call this new dental place, right? And I'm telling them the drama. I said, "Look, you know, I got kicked out of my old dental place because they're not in the plan. I'm, mm-hmm. You're in the plan." Da 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 da. And we're going back and forth about whatever. And she says to me, "Okay, well, you need to come in. You can't come in for a cleaning yet. First, the do- doctor has to examine you. You have to get evaluated." I said, "Oh, is it like an oral exam, or is there a written portion?" <laughs> <laughs> so already, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just starting in. Oh, no. I'm starting in with all the stupid dad jokes. You want them to know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, she says to me, okay, well, the next uh, appointment with the doctor she says, will be in, um, in September, so it's not too far away. Okay. And she says it'll be on a such and such afternoon at 2.30. I said, you've got to be kidding me. That's the best dad joke ever. She's like, what are you talking about? She says, tooth. Tooth hurdy? Doesn't everyone want a dental appointment at tooth hurdy? I mean, even my friend Bean has told this joke on his highly rated podcast, so I know it's top quality comedy. <laughs> tooth hurdy. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, I guess I do have a sweatshirt with a picture of a tooth that says it's tooth day or tooth, tooth's day. Tooth's day. Monday, yeah. tooth's day, Wednesday, whatever. Yeah. So she kind of got the joke. But I'm like, oh, well, anyway, my appointment is actually at. So the first thing I did was I did a screen grab of, I get this confirmation email from them, you know, yeah. confirming your appointment on September, I, whatever, whatever day it is, at 2.30. <laughs> and I text, screen grab that, and send it to my friend Bean, who just writes back with four American flags, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very happy that good. someone else got the joke. Good. So That's good. But yeah, the pretty blonde dentist. I mean, my wife must think I have a thing for blondes. Well... I mean, she's not blonde. I mean, she gets her hair lightened, so it's kind of, yeah. kind of kind blonde-ish. of blonde ish. Yeah. yeah. Currently, it's it's blonde. I I'm guess trying to go say. back blonde. Is that a bad? Is that a bad decision now? <laughs> How blonde? Blonde. Like, blonde is when we first met. Um, that was. I looked at some pictures recently, and yeah. that was like really like. Right, that was. Oh yeah, like that was good. Bleach blonde. That was yeah. great. That was yeah. good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually been trying to get my hairdresser to let me go blonde for like... What are you doing currently? This is somewhere in the middle, which is weird, and I hate being in the middle, but... Um, so She's last extreme. Year, well, it takes a lot because you're like getting all of that um, you know, yeah. bleach, basically. It dries it out, so... Mm. Um, but she wouldn't let me go blonde at first because she's like, no. But you've done it before. Yeah, I think it was because it was like right after Brandon had died, and she was like, "You're not allowed to make big decisions like on your hair, like during trauma." She's known me for like twelve years. So okay, so this she, is like a therapist. She's my hairdresser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
She's no, like, duh. duh hello. Why, how could you not know that? <laughs> she's my longest um, time friend in Knoxville. She's really? the first person I really met when I moved here. No kidding. And I still go to her, yeah. Because if you find the pictures of us, the, remember we found these last year, of, um, you know, Facebook says you and Catherine have been friends for five years, I think it was at the time, so probably now coming up on six, which seems too short. That does seem short. I don't so think that's So maybe that's accurate. not right. Yeah, but, but the pictures are of me with this blonde, and you're like, wait a second, she's got the cheeks of Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> but you said last time you were here that as a kid you were blonde. I was blonde, yeah. I know. It's, it seems strange to, to think. And I've had, like, dark, dark hair. Well, you've had Morticia. Black. You've had, last not too long ago, maybe it was when Brandon died, you had Morticia hair. Well, that was the original Tosca black. Oh, all right. So that was why. Yeah. That was before Brandon died. You had the Tosca hair. That's when, in 2018, I decided to go from very, very blonde, like bleach blonde, to mm-hmm. Tosca black. It was a shock to those of us who knew you. Yes. And some people still think, like... What's wrong with Catherine? Right. What's wrong with <laughs> Catherine? So now I'm finally trying to get back, you know... Which is to, easier. Now, Tosca is a character who has black hair, so that right. made sense. right. Rather than try to wear a wig. Um, As an opera star, how does hair color affect your roles? Well, it shouldn't affect the roles, but the people casting quite often don't have imaginations. Don't listen to me. um, But they don't have imaginations. And (laughs) in your your most recent opera, uh, Julie Belanger-Roy... She had blue hair. And she wore a wig. And she wore a wig. But she does that all the time. She always wears wigs because she's not going to change her blue hair. Exactly. For a role. Because her other job is kind of a rock violinist, right? Right. Is that accurate? Yes. So she does the rock and roll and the violin, and she's got blue hair for that. That's part of that character. Metal band. So when she's a character in an opera, she just puts on a wig. Or in the symphony, she wears a wig. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think a lot of times that the people casting, like the reason why I went to Tosca Black is because the person who was hiring me did not want to provide wigs and did not want a blonde Tosca. Oh, this isn't your, oh, I thought you were talking about your own production No, of this is one that I sang for Helena Symphony. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, back in 2008. Because it's in the, in the script, or not the script, what do you call it, the libretto? The libretto. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it mention her hair color? It does. In the thing. So it you does. can't, okay. Yeah. But I mean, we could have put a wig on me, you know, but he had offered me the role and then he was like going, oh, I don't know. I, I really don't want a blonde Tosca. And I'm like, I will dye my hair. It's fine. I'm not losing this role because yeah. my hair is blonde. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought you were talking about the Tosca that I saw you do. No, that's just why I've had that colored hair for a while. Uh, but I feel like now, like people know that I sing Tosca. Yeah. It's not like I have to prove that I sing Tosca. Yeah. So my hair doesn't have to be brown or yeah. dark, you know. That's my imagination. Are there blonde characters? I mean, ones that are... Uh, a lot of blonde? Well, there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, I'm thinking of a lot of those opera singers um, that I've seen on, on Instagram and whatever. There's a lot of blondes. Yeah. They're, they're blondes. I think mm-hmm. when I was blonde, it depends on what size voice type you have. Like, if you're blonde and your voice is kind of smaller, then it's great because you're going to play all those cute little maids and mm-hmm. pretty little blonde girls. <laughs> But if you're the the lead, if you're the one who just takes that uh, score by the handles and yeah. well, also if you're blonde, like a lot of German roles, they That's cast, it. they push you into like the Wagner. That must be what I was thinking. Yeah, of. exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, all right, very good. All right, anyway. let's mention um, 
what happens uh, to your hair after? I wonder what happens if they've ever studied uh, dyed hair on, on dead people. I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's interesting. A, I was trying to lead us into uh, forensic <laughs> anthropology and Dr. Bill Bass, creator of The Body Farm, where you can uh, now go to bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Wish Dr. Bass a happy birthday on August 30th. He is 95 years old and has uh, pretty much retired from everything except autographing the stuff that you buy at bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. So get the uh, T-shirts, get the books, get the hats, get the... The, the skulls, the resin skull, or uh, the little gold skull. Get the Dr. Bill Bass groupie hat. Get oh, here, works. in honor of Dr. Bass's birthday. Go Vols. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, it's funny because he's gone, you know, attended um, Pennsylvania, or Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Kentucky, or the, is where he got his three degrees. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's a Vols fan all the way through. He used to... Nice build his whole schedule around Vols games nice. so we couldn't book him you know, for anything. Well, can you book anything during a Vols game? Well, that is an interesting point. Let's get to that in a moment uh, because you briefly alluded to it. But here's the, the skull. There's the books. So uh, Dr. Bass has got the goods, and we want to say happy birthday, Dr. Bass. Uh, you can also find out about Rod Ledbetter's incredible book, also uh, Sam Venable, uh, Bill Landry, some of the other guys who are friends with Dr. Bass are using BoneZones.com to uh, help, you know, move their autographed merchandise. And, I mean, you can buy this elsewhere and not autographed, but if you get it from Bone Zones, it'll, you can get a signed copy. Or you can find out about his upcoming speaking engagements and book signing tour, et cetera, et cetera. And that's got a lot going on in there. Um, and that's, uh, that's the message from BoneZones.com. Don't, Don't forget, forget the ads. They're our longest sponsor to the point where when I did a first time I ever did a podcast in this current iteration, um, I wanted to put in there that I would do commercials during the show, right? Right. So I thought, well, I'll give a, I'll just do a free commercial for Bone Zones because I, I, I then won't get mad, and I, they, you know, in the, it's not like they're, they're going to get mad if I make a joke that don't forget the S joke and all that business. Right. So I threw it in there, and the reaction to that one first episode was so amazing that. that Susan from Bones was like, well, I'll buy ads. Like, okay. That's awesome. I, that was kind of, I was using you as an example, uh, but if you do want to get an ad on the show, like uh, I've got some ads coming up for the Secret City Improv Fest, nice. so shout out to Aaron Campbell. That's coming up at the beginning of October nice. in uh, Oak Ridge. Um, yeah, just uh, send me an email to uh, frankandfriendshow at gmail.com, which is also the PayPal address. So <laughs> and we'll do a commercial for you. When you want to pay for those ads. Ah, uh, so we were talking about, um, at the very beginning of the episode, I meant to come back to it, about how it was kind of like, it, it's off-season for mm. Marble City Opera, because you've mm-hmm. moved all the shows into a closer time frame, and it's, it's like a Kind a of. Festival. It's like a little bit of a festival in the summer, but we're also doing a holiday opera, so. In January. So you go January. January 6th, and then two in June. So instead yes. of one in October, and one in... March, and then February, one in March, June. and one in June, you're doing... One in January, two in June. It's different. It is different. What do you think about it? Well, I'm, I thought it was based on your travel schedule, frankly, is what I thought. <laughs> I'm like, I'm used to bending over backwards to accommodate your schedule, so... <laughs> well, yeah, now the whole community has to. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, but I mean, let's be honest, if you have the other opera company, they scheduled a, uh, a show for a, a football weekend. So that creates some logistical challenges Absolutely. just to get to the show. Yeah. And that's the same as if there's a huge basketball game and you're trying to get to uh, Clarence Brown Theater. Yep. Or, um, I mean, they, you know, I don't think they would schedule anything else 
within a mile of campus on a football Saturday. Yeah. I mean, what I would say is that there's a lot going on in the fall in Knoxville with the football, with you've got other performance arts groups performing during this time, yeah. you know, and we use a lot of local performers, not just singers, but also instrumentalists. Oh. And, you know, you have the Oak Ridge Symphony and you've got Symphony on the Mountains and the Knoxville Symphony yeah. and all of, and the all of the UT kids are booked with all of the stuff that they're doing. Uh, so so just trying to put an orchestra putting together. Putting an orchestra together can be very challenging. You know, I remember, fall. I think it was um, one of the shows at Beck Center that was a an issue because you were trying. I remember you asked me. Do you to, know any violins? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, and I yeah. sent you three and they were yeah. all booked. And I was like, booked. I couldn't believe it. Exactly. So, I mean, that's kind of one of the, the reasons why we ended up moving in that direction is just because the resources here in town, yeah. it's great. There are so many arts organizations and so many people yeah. working, but... Um, everyone's working. Well, yeah. I mean, if you and when you count, and I think you need to count UT Opera as yeah. as the third opera uh, program here in town. Yeah, and that's your husband works there, so he gets to, you know, it's a new semester for him. It's time. yeah. I sent him off to school. <laughs> You know, I took, you know, everyone's taking these pictures of first day of school. And yeah. it's not just, you know, you have the parents who are taking them of the kids. and With these very expensive looking signs. Chalkboards like, and, you know, it's all well those? done. I know. I mean, my sister-in-law, uh, you know, every year has done the. My oldest nephew is a junior in high school. And poor thing, he's been doing this every single year. You know? oh. <laughs> I'm sure I he's saw thrilled. <laughs> I, I saw the signs at Aldi. They were cheaper than I thought they were. Okay. But it's Aldi, so of course everything's cheaper at Aldi than you think it is. Right. But I remember seeing on Facebook one that looked like, it didn't look like one where you would draw in, like you could use for multiple kids. It looked like it was custom printed. For, for that year? For that kid for that year. It's what it looked like. Now, wow. it could have been Photoshop. I don't know how they did it. Sure. But it sure looked like they bought a sign. <laughs> for what That would be used literally one time. Yeah, well, my sign was not quite as um, beautiful as those signs. Here we are, James with his first day of school. Oh, it's loose leaf paper. Loose leaf paper. 13th grade. Yeah, I decided he was in 13th grade. (laughs) As he went off to school. I have seen some people uh, who are freshmen in college put 13th grade. But as someone, um, somebody used to work at Channel 10, now she's getting her master's or PhD at UT. And so she's put, they put on, like, whatever, they can actually figure out how, what it would be. You know, I want to say 37th grade, but that doesn't make any sense. But some very high number. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> probably 27th grade or something like that. And it's, it's funny. Yeah, I just wanted to participate. Everyone, you know, even our colleagues are taking pictures of themselves sitting at their, their desks or their pianos, you know, and saying how many years they've been at their universities. And oh, this wow. looks more like a mugshot. It does. Yeah. It looks all, yeah, really, you picked a, everything, everything about it. <laughs> You can, put it up, you can put it up on a telephone pole. Lost husband. Have you seen this guy? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to uh, to some stuff coming up with uh, visitors coming into town on that first football weekend. But nice. thankfully, uh, the Vols are not in town. So we were able to get dinner reservations for downtown. Uh, I think probably either right at the end of the game or so. I'm not sure what time the game ends. But it'll be, you know, it'll be close. close. But we got the reservations, so we're like, okay, we're going. Good. This is the ones where you have to pay $25 a person if you cancel. Oh, my goodness. can't um, believe it. And I was reminded, because it's it's J.C. Holdway, so we, I walk past that restaurant um, a lot, and they're 
closed, I think, on Sunday, Monday, but they're, mm. they open for Tuesdays. And it's always packed. Yeah. So I was walking by, and uh, we were going past there the other night. Jerry and I were walking together. And I guess I had been out gardening. Now that I think of it, it must have been we were going to Alex Stokes's Comedian Alex Stokes had a birthday party. Oh, nice. And we parked in our usual garage, in our usual space at the Locust Street Garage. And we're walking past J.C. Holdway, and I'm like, oh, man. I don't know how I'm going to make it because I've been out gardening and I'm achy. I meant to take in a leave. Because whatever reason, my chiropractor says, well, for you, I'm naproxen sodium. That's what you should take. Just take generic. It's, it's the same thing as a leave. Just you're fine with that. But I didn't take one. Mm. And I'm just a little achy and sore from having yeah. pulled weeds and done... It's hard work. ...done yard work. And my wife says, oh, I think I have one. So she's fishing around because she doesn't take those anymore for whatever reason. She switched to some other kind. Okay. But she still has in that mom, you know, still has that... That, <laughs> that jar that, that has, like, all of the medicine. Yeah, and yeah. she's got to sift through. you got to figure like out... Mary Poppins. Yeah, they're all mixed together. Yeah. you got to figure out which one is Tylenol and which one is Aleve and which one is an allergy <laughs> that pill. That terrifies me, you know. just as a side note. But, okay. Well, it said Aleve on it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Here, because, just take this. <laughs> no, thank because you. Because it was a gel cap. <laughs> Okay. So it's it's a blue gel cap, and I'm reminded of it because I think I remember the ballerinas out at uh, Oak Ridge used to take these and pins. They would take pins to them and pop them, and so then, that they would get it. Quicker. No, they would take the gel and they would rub it on their toes, oh my which gosh. were in such pain from wearing wow. those those point shoes. Yeah. So they would take the you know and just try to rub it into the skin. Right. So anyway, I take this. I'm like, well, I want to take it now. We're just left the parking garage. I chugged the water bottle that I had, and I threw it out. I don't have any water. When it's going to be, the, the bar is way over on Gay Street across from, uh, like, Kilwins or something like that. Okay. So it's uh, Sky, no, I forget what it's called, Mirage. So it, I don't even know exactly where it is. We've got to walk over there. So I said, well, I think I can do this. I used to be able to just take a pill and work just up like enough saliva. It. Yeah. And, and do it. And gel. But ever since I started taking these stupid vitamin C capsules, not even capsules, these huge vitamin C pills that are just, I can't swallow them, so I have to bite them in half and then take water, and, and it's nasty. So I thought, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this a leave. It's, it should slide right down. You started choking on the street? Well, no, I'm trying to work up the saliva, so I'm like, all right, let's put it off to the side. <laughs> oh, God. And we're walking uphill toward J.C. Hallway and then turning and going, you know, Union Street toward Market Square. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure people thought I looked like a crazy person. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Cherry's like just and then staying away. Yeah. At the point where all of a sudden now you start. In fact, now that I'm even telling the story, I can taste it again. <laughs> the memory has come back of this oh, nasty, no. of the Aleve capsule dissolving in my mouth. And the, you're starting to taste the Oh, the you stuff. just like basically drank it. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> You cut open. I might need to be the uh, title of the episode. <laughs> you basically drank it. <laughs> oh I didn't mean gosh. to cut it open. It just started dissolving. And, but oh, wow. I choked it down. Oh. And I'm like, now what? So I'm, going, I'm reaching in my pockets. Of course, I had a Ludens. I had a Ludens in my pocket. Sure. So I take it. It was the worst tasting Ludens I've ever had in my sure. life. Because yeah. it didn't taste like cherry or anything. It was just, right. it was overwhelmed Covered by Covered in the, a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you started feeling better really quickly. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Once I got the taste out of my mouth, I, I, went, I forgot about it. You know, yeah. it went out of my mm-hmm. went out of my mind. Uh, wow. I don't know. That's you know. Another, it's always an adventure with Frank. Another mess. Bless Jerry. 
<laughs> Just another another disaster. Oh well. So you were asking me about um, disasters, you know, because there's yeah, you we know, had a tornado w- in Knoxville, and I'm so thankful. You probably saw. Did you see when you how close the the damage came to our neighborhood? Yeah, no, I, mean, I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, when you, so. on, if you drive on Little Rock Pike, there's huge trees, and also not near our neighborhood, but over at Lakeshore Park, enormous hundred year old trees just uprooted oh, wow. by that storm that knocked the power out of Becca's house and it missed our neighborhood so I'm thankful Thank I had nothing wrong yeah missed ours too but there are all these fires happening in Louisiana now oh in Louisiana in Louisiana yeah. I thought you were going to tell about the tragedy in Hawaii but. there was the tragedy in Hawaii but now there's all these fires happening in Louisiana and they're saying because it's like 100 102 degrees for weeks on end and there hasn't been any rain yeah and Bean normally talks about that a lot there's no rain yeah there's lot. no rain and normally this kind of season you'd be worrying about hurricanes right we're coming up on the anniversary of Katrina at the end of like the last what the last day of August is or I don't know, what is it, August 27th, somewhere yeah. around there is the Katrina anniversary. Yeah, so, you know, we're oh. talking about having tons of rain and tons of water, and now there's none. It's basically going, the state's basically going through a drought. Oh, no. And all these fires are popping up. So I'm sitting here wondering, what is worse, fires how we- or hurricanes? <laughs> <laughs> and how am I escaping when they occur? Well, you can come to Knoxville, okay, number one, good. because yeah. we have very few of those. I mean, <laughs> we've had them. Obviously, we had a tornado, yeah. and obviously Gatlinburg had horrific wildfires, fires. and mm-hmm. we occasionally get the remnants of a tornado, and, and we get flash flooding, you know. But, I mean, nothing like you have in other parts of the world, you know, where they, in, they had a... It's relatively mild here. They had a, what, they had a hurricane in Los Angeles. Right. A hurricane yeah. and an earthquake at the same time. Yeah. You have... It doesn't bode well for our world actually like surviving well i mean <laughs> i'll i'll disagree yeah because as bad as the disasters are for the most part now hawaii is an exception to that for the most part the death toll has gone down we're better at um, managing them yeah yeah that's i good. mean you know when hur- we seem to have much better notification granted the property damage on hurricanes is off the charts but yeah. Because we keep building more and more expensive things closer and closer to the water yeah, yeah but, you want a good view but I think we learned, you want to see the hurricane yeah, coming. We've learned some lessons, you know, and the, and the meteorology meteorologists have gotten more accurate in their predictions. That's true. And people now take it more seriously. I think when it says when they say evacuate, you you evacuate. get up and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Except in those states that don't have evacuation laws, like Florida. They don't. No, they don't make you leave. Well, then don't go there. Exactly. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking with a friend um, who's got a pizza place out in Solway. Uh, it's the Little Nicky's Pizza, Dina, and they have a, had a restaurant, had a second restaurant in Florida. It got demolished by mm-hmm. a hurricane, and they're never going to be able to rebuild it. But their home was also destroyed, and they are trying to rebuild that. Yeah. Their, vacation, their Florida home, they had Tennessee and, and Florida both. And I mean, It's terrible. Uh, they got out. They were able to, to get away. That's good. So even though they weren't told, they knew. To that, leave. Yeah, yeah, I think most people have enough common sense to Yeah, to except for me. Get out. You know. <laughs> that hurricane. Well, I was in that hurricane in Florida during the pandemic with James in Florida. Oh, I didn't remember this one. Yeah, so we we went on vacation. Vacation. And the hurricane looked like it was going to go towards New Orleans. So we were like, oh, it's no big deal. We're fine. We can stay here. And yeah. James, being from New Orleans, thought like, well, if it was going to be too bad, surely they would tell us. It's a mandatory evacuation. Yeah, like they do in where he's from. Okay. Right. So we kept waiting for a mandatory evacuation, and it never came. Uh-oh. And then 
it was a terrible hurricane. Like slow moving. And it you was were like stuck a in three it? and we were stuck in it. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, that was fun. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> but you survived. What a wonderful vacation. <laughs> you survived, right? Did you yeah. did you get any did you get flooded out or no? No, we didn't get flooded out. I mean, the place that we were in, fortunately, we were renting, and it was in between two other units, essentially, yeah. but we were very close to the water. Um, and the, the place did flood a little bit, but not too bad. All right. So, anyway, we survived. We're well, still Well, let's leave with a happy story. Okay. All right. Um, they had a, I was at a church the other day, and they had a reception afterward. Okay. And this is the one where you go around and you sign up to volunteer at things. Yeah. So they invite all, they especially want the newcomers to come in, but everyone's got their name tags on, and they're like, oh, here's the different guilds. Here's the, uh, well, let's see, there's a St. Clair's Guild and a St. Zeta's Guild and a St., um, I can't remember them all, um, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Guild. They have all these different ones that are named after saints. And these are the same ladies, a lot of them, and, and men, who during Lent will provide either lunches on Wednesdays or do the, nice. the fish suppers on Fridays. Do they raise money as well as part of their guild activity? Or? They probably do, yeah. but in this situation, the lunch that I go to is free of charge. Nice. Uh, and the fish fry, they charge a nominal fee, fee to buy the fried fish. In fact, they're trying to get me to join that group. Like, well, if you're coming to the fish fry anyway, all you got to do is come a little early and help us set up, and you can be one of the, you know, one of the, the, knights, fish the knights of Columbus. I'm like, well, I'm Good not deeds. ready. Good deeds. I know, but I also need a, a better paying job before I can start volunteering more of my time. Mm. So I... I but I did sign up to be one of the readers. That, you know, you get up there and you read because I can do that. Nice, yeah. I mean, I, I would. I actually enjoy it. You know, it's something I, I can do. So um, there, and this guy says to me, he was in the fly fishing ministry. What is a fly fishing ministry? There's a bunch of men who go fly fishing and talk about Jesus. Okay. Like, <laughs> but I mean, the thing about the entry level to that, you got to buy fishing poles. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they do. They're the fly fish, fly fishers of men. So it's a men's group, and they get together once a year for a fishing retreat. And is that the fish that's being fried? It should be. That, that would make more sense. That would be great. But I think okay. they just cook basic cod. All right. Anyhow, so this guy says to me, um, and I went over to them. There's a Haiti outreach ministry, speaking of, nice. of areas that need always need help, help. from natural mm-hmm. disasters. And I had volunteered to be the MC for the volunteer. I was voluntold. I was asked, will you MC the Haiti outreach banquet on September 22nd this year? And this will be like the third or fourth year that I've done it. And it's a lovely. It's lovely because they raise all this money. And these doctors who are in the, uh, they, they go down there and they do That's medical awesome. procedures for the Haitians and they build churches and schools and nice. they've got a plan where they're able to wire funds to, you know, and get money there, even though it's very, very difficult. Right. Right. So they've got it figured out and they're able to help this one community in Haiti. So I'm, I wanted to check, was checking in with those guys and the next table over is mm-hmm. the fly fishers. And this guy says to me, hey, I got a question for you. Are you on Scholars Bowl? And I guess that is me. Mm-hmm. I'm on T- East Tennessee PBS with the Tennessee Scholars Bowl coming up on its 40th season. You know, and I'm, anyway. <laughs> I said, yeah. He says, well, you know, I've seen you at church, and I thought it was you. But when you finally got up there, and because and, I hadn't been a reader at this church for, you know, I only recently joined and signed up as, a, as one of the readers, a lector. So, yeah, when you got up there and did the reading, that's when I knew it was you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and I said, well, I mean, pardon me to turn it back around on you. And, and I'm not trying to, I'm complimented that he recognized me. But I said to the guy, I said, I recognize you also. Uh-oh, who's he? He's like, what are you talking about? I said, a year and a half ago, Easter Vigil. He's looking at me like, yeah. I said, there was this kid who set his hair on fire. 
I remember that guy. <laughs> this guy. I told you this story. Yes. This kid with long hair, and he's just like, they got the candles at the beginning of yes. the vigil, and he's, next thing you know, yeah. his, his hair has caught on fire. And I said, you're the dad who was two pews back, and you jumped forward. Maybe one pew back. Anyway, he leaps forward, and he starts hitting this kid in the head. <laughs> <laughs> with his bare hands and he put out the fire I said you're the guy who put out the hair fire so to me you're as much of a celebrity that's amazing <laughs> that's great and he seems surprised that I remember that mm. but I mean you don't forget it Mm-mm. you know if you see the guy who puts out the hair fire with his bare hands and then you see him every Sunday after that for the next year and a half I mean, you that's think, who he is that's the hair fire so you want to sit near him just in case there's <laughs> fire you know he's going to put it out <laughs> At all costs. <laughs> so his name is David. I learned his name is David. Right. I can't That's remember his wonderful. last name, but his David is his name. Yeah. So you told um, him about the Frank and Friends show. I did, oh, and I told him about Scholars Bowl, and it turns out he homeschools his kids. So nice. uh, I'm trying to get them to come on Scholars Bowl, and probably smart. Nice. Uh, anyhow, that's the show. Thank you, Freddie, for being here. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Always fun. We've got some more episodes coming up with um, Sarah Roberto oh, is nice. coming over. Um, Daniel Michael Crane, remember him? I do. We met him yeah. at uh, a few different events. He's coming over. He uh, asked if he could come on and be on the show. Nice. So we'll have uh, him come by as well. And... Um, I don't know. I'll just make up more topics. I'm sure they, those go. guys have plenty of stuff to talk about, too. One right. of these days, maybe we'll do a remote show. I, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, when you got, tell me some dates that you're available. I've got places we can go. Okay. I'm really good. technically waiting for the new Andy's Frozen Custard to open. I mean, right here. In Knoxville, because I, well, I've already, Tom's already invited us. Well, did he invite us, or did I invite myself? It doesn't matter. I, technically, <laughs> I think I invited us. I mean, but he didn't say sure. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be the end of September when that opens up. All right. Um, get our merchandise, uh, like the bucket hat, and everything else at frankandfriendshow.com slash store. Did we refold the towel? Oh, yeah, we did. We have a towel. Oh, we refolded everything. T-shirts. We, we refolded the, uh, the hoodie. Shirts. This is the hoodie, which you can get. You're getting uh, into the fall. Nice. That's, they come we in all colors. We have long t-shirts also? We do. Um, nice. I don't have one on me, but... Uh, and those come in all colors. Like the one over there, that's Jerry's, is black. Nice. Um, she left it at an Einstein Simplified show the other night, and uh, thankfully I got it back. Cause, they knew who to get it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty obvious. <laughs> oh, uh, I wonder whose <laughs> Frankenfriend show uh, hoodie this could be. Uh, I love the beach towel because it's got the full... Artwork on there. This is um, Jody Collins, who is now a board member I know, at Marble City Opera. How did you rope him into it? I told him you were there. I had to pay him to do the logo. I mean, I, oh yeah, he's sure. not a volunteer. He's an artist. Yeah, no, he is. Um, you can get all that stuff, and then also uh, listen to more audio entertainment than just this by going to audibletrial.com/slash/frankandfriendsshow for a free 30-day premium membership. All the bells, all the whistles, and all the MP3 downloads. You get one credit for that per month. So take it during that first month. Try everything. And then it'll keep renewing until you decide you've had enough. But most people stick around because you... You get hooked to all the content that's There's always there. new stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's a finite universe. It's an infinite universe of new right. material coming in. I mean, there's no way. It would take multiple lifetimes to listen to everything that's already on there. Right. So, you know, I look at it rather than... It's not like you're spending all this time listening. You're saving time. Because you can, it's the easiest way to multitask. You can it's listen true. to this podcast on Audible while you're doing something else, like Catherine's husband. 
Um, you can, while you're driving, while you're, gar- I listen to things while I'm out there working in the yard. Yeah, that's uh, great. That's when I, you know, my can thing. You, and you can probably share it, you know, with other people in your household. In your household, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. especially if you're listening, you know, you can gather around, you can, like uh, when FDR did the fireside yeah, you chats, know. you can gather around the Alexa speaker and all listen to the same audiobook at the same time. Listen to the Frank and Friend show. We used to do that with the kids. We would listen to um, great books. Uh, well, you know, fun books they were they wanted to hear. Sure. Uh, not uh, on long car rides back and forth to uh, Northern Virginia and here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good stuff. audibletrialcom slash Friends show. And most of all, we appreciate you liking, sharing, subscribing, and Smashing telling your friends button. about to for notifications. Click the the, the thumbs upy thing, the like button uh, on the YouTube because I'm confident we will eventually. Sorry. Eventually, we will reach that, that thousand. Let's see. Where are we at? We're getting close. I don't know. I was going to go dig in to see how many more Gmail's accounts that I might have. Well, we gained one since last oh, time we're I really checked. Oh, we really close. Nine thirty-five. Yeah. yeah. So that's still sixty-five away. So that means we probably need like seventy-five or a hundred because you know people keep canceling their, their yeah, but we're close. Their Gmail accounts expire and they go away. That's very exciting. We should offer some sort of like incentive to help us get to the thousand. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what that is yet. Maybe we'll do some special episode. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know. (laughs) Tell me more. What are you going to (laughs) sing? I mean, I could sing. Absolutely. Yeah. We could do sort of like a... Three-headed Broadway star. If you help us get there, um, I come do a special aria performance on your doorstep. You know? (laughs) (laughs) No? Anyone? Anyone? Do they get to specify whether you're blonde or brunette? I mean, there are wigs, as we've discussed. (laughs) How low will you go, Catherine? How low will you go? (laughs) All right, we'll find out. See how that plays out. Yeah. Sure is a good thing your husband doesn't listen to this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Frank and Friends show. Thank you for watching. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And we'll talk to you again next time.